Professor Devold van Niekerk is the head of the African Center for Disaster Studies at the University of the Northwest. Prof, it's good to chat to you. Uh, thanks for making time. South Africans waking up to the news that uh, Minister Nkosazana Glamini Zuma, uh, the Minister of COGTA, has once again extended the national state of disaster. Your reaction? Michael, thanks for the opportunity. Um, yes, I don't think it should come as a, as a big surprise for any of us. Um, the state of disaster has been extended so many times before and um, the reason being, and we all know that, is that the regulations must somehow stay in place. Now, since the, the previous call for um, the discontinuation of the state of disaster, we haven't seen the government move significantly on putting these regulations under any other legislation. So that is, uh, that's the main reason why we find ourselves once again in this extended um, state of disaster. COVID cases uh, below a thousand uh, new infections, no deaths over the weekend or yesterday, according to the uh, the NICD. Are we in a disaster, or are we trying to fit a square peg into a round a round hole here, Prof? Like a difficult uh, difficult question to answer. Um, first and foremost, just to answer your question directly, if we look at the definition of a disaster, which would govern the state of disaster. For all means and purposes, we can't justify why we, we find ourselves in a state of disaster, not if, if we apply the letter of the law. The difficult portion is the, the risk um, associated with the with COVID-19 pandemic. And I think this is what, what we need to take cognizance of. Um, we still need to manage an unknown future. And in order to do that, the Disaster Management Act has, has always been very progressive in the sense that it allows us to be more proactive than reactive in, in our actions. And this is what happened 22, 24, where are we now? 22 months ago, when we first declared the national state of disaster. So we declared it before we had this massive pushback from, from the, the, the pandemic and, and whatever we saw happened in those, those months following um, March of, of two years ago. And now putting ourselves two years down the line, we still need to remember that the, the government and especially the disaster risk management units uh, and centers have got obligation under law to manage our disaster risk. Uh, so therefore, it's not as easy to judge whether we are not fully in a state of disaster. Applying the definition, like I said, we fall outside. But if we consider the possibility, however slight, that we might go into a fifth wave, we, um, we still need to be cautious. Corona virus is still around. We still have people infected. There's still people dying of it. Um, therefore, so it's, it's not as clear cut as we would like it to be. I know people are extremely tired of mask wearing and, and being under these regulations. But we must be cautious and mindful of where we currently are and where we might still be going. What do you say to the skeptic who believes government has tasted power, it's had these extraordinary powers, and they don't necessarily want to give it up without a fight. Or government has the responsibility, as you say, to manage a pandemic, and in order to do that, it must have extraordinary powers, like issuing mask mandates or, um, or whatever it may be, uh, capacity for certain venues and restaurants and, and so on, curfews and... Does the answer lie somewhere in between those two? No, definitely. Uh, and just from a pragmatic, pragmatic point of view, one could argue that um, the Disaster Management Act was promulgated exactly for the purpose of, of now and the, the situation in which we find ourselves. 
Therefore, we need extraordinary measures to be put in place and government to take a leading role. Um, but on an ideological side, there's quite a few questions that we can raise that um, ranges from how the government um, applied the, the State of Disaster and the Disaster Management Act to some of the very interesting regulations that we saw come out um, in 2020, um, some of the very odd decisions towards the end of, of 2021 um, and where we find ourselves now in. So I think it's, it's kind of a mix in an answer that I can probably give you. But I believe um, government is struggling with how to transition from this situation to this new normal, which is a word I think I probably hate. But it is our reality. And I don't think that government is quite aware of, of what they have um, in terms of other laws um, in order to govern this, this situation going forward. And I, I believe that's probably the, the, the problem that we have in that the sense that the other laws um, that is not governed by a state of disaster gives a lot more oversight in terms of decision making. So it's not as easy as just saying, well, we are um, exiting the state of disaster and yes, regulations that falls under the Health Act. There's much more oversight in, in um, promulgating or implementing those regulations. And I, I think that's probably the biggest concern or problem that governments sit with is that they need more time and they need much more, cons uh, much more consultation in order to place the regulations under any other legis legislation. You know, to me, the anticipation that we'd finally be closing the, the chapter on the state of disaster, um, it wasn't conjured up by society. It's an expectation that was created by the president who said in his State of the Nation address on the 10th of February, that's over a, a month ago already, he said, and I want to quote here, we are now ready to enter a new phase in our management of the pandemic. It is our intention to end the national state of disaster as soon as we have finalized other measures under the National Health Act and other legislation to contain the pandemic, close quote. Then on the 12th of March, I think that's this past Saturday, he told journalists, I want it to come to an end and we are looking at health measures that can be put in place to enable us to continue managing the pandemic. So it will not be heavy duty, it will be light duty. We are finding the best way of bringing a logical conclusion to the state of disaster. Was it perhaps ill-advised of the president to be making statements like this when clearly there was a lot of work still to be done on other legislation, changing other legislation? Well, I don't believe so. Um, we, initially, when they started talking about the transition out of the, the state of disaster um, was towards the end of last year. If they applied the regulations or developed new regulations under the Health Act, it gave them at least a three-month period of consultation. That's the normal period under the Health Act. It can be fast-tracked. So I think government had ample time. To, to put these these measures in place. I'm, I'm not quite sure what is happening within the Department of Health and what is happening there. Surely from a disaster risk management perspective, I do know that our National Centre has commented on regulations uh, quite a few weeks ago. So I believe that the process must just run its course. Uh, but there's, as we've seen with government, there's a fair amount of fee dragging that, that is happening. And we consult um, until death, um, maybe for the, the wrong group sometimes. Um, but this is what, what government needs to do in a shorter period of time than, than it is expected. So I think the president probably 
felt the time period in, in which he allowed for was enough, but um, clearly it wasn't. Extending states of a state of disaster. If I had to tell you, Prof, uh, three years ago, let's say, or two and a half years ago, we are going to be in a state of disaster and it's going to be extended 22 or 23 times. Would you have called me a liar? Oh, absolutely. I would have never thought that, that we would be in, in, this, in this situation. Um, when we drafted the Disaster Management Act, um, the, the discussion was around what's our worst case scenario if we have to promulgate a state of disaster, and this was now on all three levels of government. And the discussion was around drought, because drought, drought is, a, is a longitudinal hazard that you sit with. Um, it's probably the worst case scenario in terms of time frames. And we said, well, if you can't do what you need to be doing on a national level within three months, um, an extension of a month, month by month basis, up to probably six months, is the max that we'll be going at. Uh, and that was based on previous experiences and previous declared um, disasters and also international benchmarking. Never in my wildest dreams would I have imagined that it would be used for the extension on a month-to-month basis, 22 months later, as we see now. And yes, we sit with an unprecedented situation. Uh, we never could have expected to find ourselves in a pandemic, let alone something of, of this nature. So on the one hand, it was warranted. But on the other hand, I think we had enough time to think our better plans and to use our science a bit more for clever decision making than w- what we have done. There is a concern that there is, it's, it's almost become too easy to just extend the state of disaster. It's by a simple tweet from the Department of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs. It's a rubber stamping almost. And, and all of this takes place behind closed doors. There's no press conference. There's no Q&A with the media where journalists can ask decision makers now what factors did you consider on what basis should we and you've mentioned this before a lack of oversight there's a lack of oversight and accountability to south africans here would you agree with that statement i think so um i think the general populace feels that that we are forced into certain situations whether the process that we follow whether the actions that is is put in place is right or wrong I don't think that is the big question. The question is people feel that the civil liberties are being um, curtailed. Uh, and that, that is a concern in, in a democracy. Now, the Disaster Management Act makes provision for the minister to extend the state of disaster. But what we've now learned, and, and it's certainly a discussion that I've had with, with my colleagues in this field as well, is that maybe some other Disaster Management Act must be amended to before there is an extension to once again apply the definition of a disaster and then to do that under the classification. So the process towards classifying or to de- declaring a state of disaster on any level is that that particular hazard must still must first be classified by the National Disaster Management Center as such. So whether it's a localized event happening in one of the municipalities or provincial level or national, the National Center must do that classification. And that classification is science-based. So the idea is before any event is extended, beside obvious reasons, which we had in the first um, couple of months following the the, the first three months of declaration, that the National Centre must once again classify it. And then if it doesn't adhere to the state of disaster, then for means and purposes, the minister can't extend it. So I think this is a huge lesson that we've learned, especially on a legal basis. And it uh, allows a bit more for consultation and, and oversight.
There's a, a huge trust deficit between society and the South African government, and for good reason. Uh, do you think, um, even if government was doing something for the right reasons, that the majority of South Africans would just look at it and go, Neeman, you are the guys who told us we can't buy cooked chicken, we can't buy open-toed shoes, with the most ridiculous uh, regulations and restrictions there's just a too big a gap in trust and what the government hopes to implement. Is it going to be a stumbling block going forward? Definitely. And I think that trust is, is not something that was just, what just happened in this, this period in which we found ourselves. I think it's something that has, has come for decades now. Uh, and the general population is, they mistrust government. Um, you, you pay your taxes, but you don't see return on investment. These uh, total fail of local government as we see it in south africa we, we border on a failed state as south africa therefore rightfully people can ask these questions and definitely there's a mistrust of the general population in government i'll be amazed um, if the majority of people aren't mistrusting government um, at this stage yet this is the situation in which we find ourselves and we have we have to work with this i think what we can ask uh, as as the population um, as a general citizen is more oversight more eyes on the problem and like you said that the decision is not made behind closed doors and and just enforce because this just enforces the argument of, of government is doing just what whatever they want to so i believe there, there needs to be most probably um some mechanism put in place for future events that, that there's more oversight um, on the problem that being said the disaster management act still remains an extremely robust piece of legislation there's been many ch challenges in court and it has stood up to all of that. But the one concern that uh, the people in the law fraternity, in constitutional law, uh, people within public, uh, public management um, and administration, within political science are asking is this thing about who holds who accountable. And that is the gray area that we certainly need to be addressing. Very lastly, Prof, if you were a betting man, and I'm going to hold myself to this, I'd love to speak to you on the 15th of April. Are we going to see another extension or realistically can they make the the changes to the to the existing legislation within a month they can i think that they've progressed so far i know they, there's been progression I, I, like i said i'm not quite sure what the the, um, the stumble blocks were but they have progressed but if i have to bet i'm probably going to say it'll be extended again by april uh, because of the fear of a, a fifth wave um mm. so they'll probably set it out for another month um, after that extension, because uh, if there is a fifth wave, um, for which, whichever reason, which I don't 100% see at this stage, and also if you speak to uh, the people like Professor Karim as well, he's not seeing it, but we don't know, we don't have the, the complete for uh, a future picture, but it would probably make sense for them to extend it beyond April for another month and see what happens. Otherwise, if there is a fifth wave, then um, and it's severe, then we have to do a new declaration of state of disaster. So if I was in the minister's place, I would just take the punches and extend it beyond for another month following April and then put in new regulations. Well, I look forward to our chat in a month. We'll see. Uh, Prof Devold van Nikak, thanks so much. Uh, head of the African Center for Disaster Studies at the University of the Northwest. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you very much.